Hey y'all, what's up? This is Chris Robertson from Blackstone Cherry and you're watching CMS TV. It's Rick Rule right here on your classic metal show from as every another mother's nightmare with Push. And uh, have you any update on what Rick is doing these days? His death um, or with the death of Bill Chavis, that that was the last I heard of anything with yeah. um, with every mother's nightmare. I don't know what they're up to now. I know he had a good relationship with Bill and obviously was out on uh, Bill's record label. And, uh, you know, Rick, nice dude. We like Rick. Yeah. I mean, he's great. I mean, they're fun. Yeah. They're, they're, they're fun. I mean, Rick, Rick, Rick is just one of those, uh, he, he's just one of those down home boys, one of them hillbilly boys. And he just he likes to go out there and make good rock and roll. Hey, it's me, Rick rule. I just want to <laughs> make me some records. Now when I'm done making them records, I want to play me some records. Exactly. And if I'm all, if I'm lucky, I get to play the records I made on the stages across the country. Right. And every rib fest around the world. <laughs> what, what, what I found funny is when, uh, he came out and did the show at Fiori's. What is that? Almost four years ago. God, how, how crazy is that? Has it been that four years ago? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was before the pandemic. Yeah. So it, it was what? 20, I think it's 2018, right? 2018, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the, the fact that he had a bus w was funny to me yeah. is that, that he had a bus and it's just and like, this might surprise y'all, but it wasn't a school bus. It was an actual <laughs> tour bus. It was an actual tour bus. Wasn't a school bus. And, and I'm thinking after the discussions I had with him, just, you know, cause he invited, I don't know if you came up on the bus or not, but, uh, I was up I on the know. bus with them for, for a little bit. And we we're just shooting the shit. And I'm under the impression that he actually owns that bus. I got to live somewhere, Neely. Got to live somewhere. <laughs> In fact, I live everywhere. I just take the bus to a different stop. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Rick, Rick has a tendency to look a little raggedy. Like he might, uh, you know, imbibe a little bit on some of the, you know, some of the harsher stuff. Don't be saying I'm doing the meth. I didn't say that. I said harsher stuff. I didn't say anything in specific. I don't be doing anything harsh. That comes from not eating. Mm, is that what it is? That's what it is. I got to afford this bus. I can't eat. I got to make decisions. Gas, or food. I'm right. choosing the gas so I can get to the next town. Sure. Maybe somebody leaves some fries on the table. I could eat them. Right. That's about all I'm going to eat, though. <laughs> Rick's a, I love Rick. He's great. He, he's a character. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a fun guy. Yeah. Fun guy. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm, I'm following up on a story that you and I covered months ago, which okay. we, thought, we, we thought was a, you know, I'm going to use a, uh, I don't want you, what do you want to call a newsworthy term? A travesty of justice. Okay. Um, the adult film star, Ron Jeremy. Yes. Uh, who made his entire career, his 40 year career in porn, uh, people, people, women, uh, accused him of being sexist and okay. grabbing their pussies and shit like that. What? Not Ron Jeremy. <laughs> that can't be happening. <laughs> Which which we found absolutely absurd that they filed sexual harassment suits or assault suits against him in yeah. the, in the um, course of doing what it is that they do. I think you're making it up that he did something. What, yeah. what are you saying he did? Well, I'm not saying he did anything. I'm just saying what he's accused of doing. I can't imagine a good upstanding citizen like Ron Jeremy. 
you know, would do anything sexually wrong. I know. No way. It's just freaking bizarre that, uh, you know, Ron Jeremy, who's obviously a porn star, uh, got, you know, charged with being a porn star. (laughs) <laughs> or being a porn star getting pansy yeah. with uh, other female porn actresses. That cannot have happened. Uh, you know, it's, you know, uh, according to the charges, assault. Right. Which it's just freaking bizarre. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the trial has been going on where he's being, you know, tried for his for his sins against humanity, sins against porn stars. Right. (laughs) Former adult film star, Ron Jeremy is suffering from severe dementia. What? Now we, we, uh, saw him, you know, in some of the photos and things that, uh, um, have surfaced from the trial and, and so on. I I've met Ron on two occasions. Yeah. At least two occasions. Okay. And, uh, I've, you know, it wasn't very long of a conversation. It was just, Hey, what's up, Ron? You know, nice to meet you. Even I even shook his hand, even though it might've been cum covered for he all got handsy with you. I see he how did. this was. I know. I know. And I didn't run to the police or anything. Not yet. But, uh, I've been to the rainbow bar and grill and, uh, Ron was often at the rainbow bar and grill and I've seen him there a couple of times and I've walked up on him and said hello to him. And he was cordial and said, hello. and he said, grab my cock, grab my cock. <laughs> he was cordial, said hello. I never took a picture with him. Like, like our friend, Billy Morris did. Yeah, right. But, uh, the couple of times that I did, uh, interact with him, he was just a friendly, just a no nonsense dude, you know? Sure. But then again, I'm not in his demographic because he's used to, uh, you know, uh, porn star women chicks, I guess. Right. So I can unequivocally say Ron Jeremy did not make any inappropriate gestures toward me like the lead singer of the alien ant farm. Well, is this a newsflash? Neely was not sexually assaulted by Ron Jeremy. Exactly. In my encounters with Ron Jeremy, he did not sexually assault me in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to tell you this. I can guarantee you the title of this segment is going to be, was Neely sexually assaulted by Ron Jeremy? <laughs> and the guarantee answer, you that's what I'm going to tell you. That's what I'm going to write. The answer is no, he was yeah. not. He was not. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for more. Yeah. Click here to find out. Right. Right here on TMZ. Exactly. <laughs> so the former adult film star Ron Jeremy is suffering from severe dementia and will be declared incompetent to stand trial on multiple charges of rape mm-hmm. later this month, according to the L.A. County prosecutor uh, obtained by the Times. Jeremy, whose legal name is Ronald Hyatt was first charged in June of 2020 with quote unquote raping four women. He met in the West Hollywood bars and clubs, i.e. the rainbow bar. Right. (laughs) The case quickly ballooned as dozens of women who acted as porn stars and run. Jeremy laid the pipe to him, came forward, claiming time porn King had been abusing women for decades in pornos. (laughs) So the charges ballooned like his cock in a scene <laughs> at parties and adult film conventions or on movie sets. Oh my God. I cannot believe that a guy that was paid to fuck these girls did inappropriate things while fucking these girls. That is astounding to me. What a world we live in, man. The place to I know one thing. When I'm thinking about shooting porn, that's the first place I think about being gentlemanly. Right. Jesus. Are you kidding? How old do you think Jeremy is, Ron Jeremy? I'm going to guess 75. And if you say 40, I'm quitting the show. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're in the ballpark. 69. 
Interesting. Right. 69. <laughs> I was going to say, if it turns out that he's like my age and he's just that fucked up because of all the porn and drugs and everything, I'm going to be devastated here. This is his <laughs> year. 69. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> so he's probably going to die this year. Right. Of course. Was later indicted on more than 30 counts of sexual assault stemming from allegations made mm-hmm. by 20 women with some of his alleged crimes dating to the 90s. Wow. But weeks before Jeremy's trial was set to begin last year, his defense attorney, Stuart Goldfarb, good Jewish name, walked into a Los Angeles courtroom and said his client did not recognize him. <laughs> Jeez. In an email obtained by the Times this week, L.A. County Deputy District Attorney Paul Thompson said mental health experts called on by the prosecutor and Jeremy's defense team have determined he suffers from severe dementia and there is no evidence he is faking his symptoms. I think it's like syphilis, like um, Al Capone. It could be Al Capone. I mean, it could very well be syphilis. I mean, that guy. I mean, what do you fuck? A million women? Yeah, what we need to find out is, did Ron Jeremy file his taxes? Yes, sure he did not. Well, that's why That's why he's got syphilis now. They're that's after right. Him. Could be. Isn't that, why, uh, isn't that why Al Capone got arrested or charged was out of tax evasion? Yeah, tax evasion, yeah. <laughs> not, not any of the murders he did, but tax evasion. Was tax evasion. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you know history, you get the joke here. Yeah, and if not, pick up a book. Before they change it before the, before the book says that Al Capone was just a persecuted man. Right. Or he was a porn star in his day. Yes. You can find him on, you can find him on the old reels from back. He deserved to get sick and die because he was a porn star. He had illicit sexual encounters. Right. As a result of the agreement of the experts, the defendant will be declared incompetent to stand trial. His prognosis for improvement is not good, Thompson wrote. Wow. So he will not be whipping his cock out at women at any time in the near future. Or in court. He might have done that. I mean, if he doesn't know what he's doing. If he does not improve. He will not be able to be tried for his crimes. His so where does Ron, where does a Ron Jeremy go? He doesn't have a wife or anything, does he? Well, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, where does he go? Go back to his apartment, his Hubble. Where uh, do you think a Ron Jeremy is worth X amount of dollars? Do you think? No, that, no, don't no. Think I think Ron worth. Jeremy, whatever he made, he, he spent, spent it all. Fuck you. Let's see. Ron Jeremy net worth 2023 well according to this which yes. again this where means nothing this, and again where do they get this info yeah. this one says he's worth 5.5 million really? that's from the richest.com all right however the very next one down venturejolt.com says he's worth 1 million dollars oh million bucks that's a big just that's a big disparity yeah, disparity. dollar disparity. Yeah, and then the next few all seem to say a million. So, well, then there's another one. It says seven million. All right, all right. So he's worth between one and seven million. <laughs> that right. might be. That might be before all these three years of court and lawyers. Yeah. Now he's worth about seventy-two dollars. Right. Because criminal proceedings are suspended as long as he is incompetent, we also cannot get a guilty plea from him or discuss other measures to get justice for these victims. Yeah, they need justice. (laughs) So poor Ron Jeremy's dick slinging days are over. Dick slinging. Dick slinging. He's just a swinging dick yeah. on the corner of Sunset and, uh, and uh, what is it? Uh, Doheny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ain't slinging no dick anymore. That's right. For sure. At 69, this should be his year, but he's no longer slinging dick. Mm. Oh, that's maybe, tragic. Maybe that'll be his final film. Slinging 
dick. See Ron Jeremy and slinging dick. Depending on how much this fucking court case cost him, he might have to go and sling a little more dick. Right. You know, 69 and counting the new right. Ron Jeremy movie. Exactly. <laughs> Thompson and Goldfarb declined to comment Friday. Jeremy, who has denied all wrongdoing because I'm a porn star. That's what I do. I swear well, he doesn't know dick. that. He doesn't know that anymore. Is scheduled to appear in Hollywood courtroom on January 17th when he will be formally declared incompetent to aid in his own defense. Okay. Although competency to stand trial is fluid, much like gender is these days, meaning a mentally incompetent defender defendant can later be found capable of standing trial will receive medication or therapy over time. Dementia is a progressive degenerative illness from which Jeremy is unlikely to recover. Well, because I like Ron, I hope that he never recovers and doesn't have to go back to jail. Right. According to the email, the experts reached to their conclusion based on a review of medical documents and interviews with Jeremy, his relatives, and several of the L.A. County Sheriff's deputies who interacted with him while in custody. Some of Jeremy's relatives apparently suspect he suffered from dementia before his 2020 arrest, which was the catalyst that started the process that resulted in his driver's license being taken away. Oh, my goodness. Once declared incompetent, Jeremy will probably be placed in a state-run hospital. Okay. Probably Bellevue, where they, <laughs> to, where they had to take the the bunny and the elephant guy. Or yeah, whatever. the cage the elephant. The <laughs> bunny and the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The bunny and the lizard? Or what, what's that other book? The bunny and what the tortoise and the hare or the oh I'm talking about that other band that's uh the the bunny oh, like the, the bunny bear. and the brain or something bunny isn't and the bear isn't it bunny and the bear yeah or something like that yeah <laughs> bunny and the echo men yeah another crap band <laughs> Leon Young a former British adult film star who first publicly accused Jeremy of assaulting her with his massive dick. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's an improv from you. <laughs> it is <laughs> accused Jeremy of assaulting her in an interview. He assaulted her in an interview with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> just the way that's written just sounds funny. She was talking. He slapped those teeth with that fucking massive cock. While she was up there talking to Barbara Walters, he just whipped his dick out, cracked her. <laughs> Shot it. Whore. God, that's funny. Former British adult star who first publicly accused Jeremy of assaulting her in an interview. <laughs> Shot it. Said she was frustrated to learn there were concerns Jeremy had dementia long before prosecutors brought charges against him. Enough of the gab and now lick these balls. Yeah. My my first reaction, I was kind of numb. I was comfortably numb being I'm from England and Pink Floyd is an Englishman. She was numb. All right. From taking a fucking 14 inch <laughs> cock across the fucking fucking meat sucker. What? <laughs> they were aware of his condition before getting us all involved. They got us all involved. So this was not voluntary. They went out and sought out victims. Is that uh, of course. Did? Hey, did Ron Jeremy ever throw his dick in you in a way that you feel is now inappropriate? Call us now at 1-800-JEREMY'S-COCK. We'll get you money. We'll make them pay. Right. They were well aware he had dementia, so I'm I'm disappointed. Oh, well. That they didn't solve that bit before letting us go on the emotional journey for two and a half years. The yeah. emotional journey. Yeah, and meanwhile he was dropping emotional loads all the way there. Right. So what is it? They, they so so these prosecutors went out of their way and go, let's see who we had sex with. Oh, well, there he is in this film having sex with this chick. Let's get a hold of her right away. Did Ron Jeremy ever assault you with his dick? 
that, that time he smacked your ass. Did you ask him to do that? Right. No, when that, he was, that, when he was fondling your pussy, was that part of the scene? Was that storyboarded? Yeah. Was that improv or was that part of the scene? Cause we don't want him sexually assaulting you here. Yeah. Was that part of the script? And, and here's the other thing as a porn actress, why would you agree to, uh, participate in something like this my hunch is these are all retired porn actresses regardless of that the fact is is you took dick for a living yeah but that but now they're 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 classier than that oh i see they they're reformed now yeah well they've risen above the gutters of the porn industry dude watch that show basketball wives and you'll get it these chicks are just fucking so they, out to, well, they're in denial. They're they're a, they're in denial and B somebody's telling them they can get paid. Okay. <laughs> Greg Riesling, a spokesperson for the district attorney's office said prosecutors were unaware of the severity of Jeremy's illness at the time charges were brought. Well, so it's just like, you dragged me into court and this guy can't even remember his own name. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, again, I, I would like to think that our justice system should work correctly, but, but what I'm reading here, if this is correct, they went out and sought people to, to, you know, line up and go, did he ever do anything to you untoward? And he goes, well, yeah, we were in this porn film and he was really railing me hard. And then yeah. off script, he's took his dick out and he came in my ass. Yeah. Did he went ask? ass to mouth. I did not expect that. Right. That was not in the script. Did, did you want to file charges for that? Well, you know, mm -hmm. I was kind of surprised at that. You know, because I had just done a scene earlier in the day for asspoppers.com <laughs> and, and I was still sore from that scene earlier in the day mm. and I didn't know he was going to do this. And so, yeah, I was a little bit, uh, you know, taken aback by it, but yeah. I thought, well, this is Ron Jeremy. This is what he does. And then I just kind of accepted it. But now here we are 20 years later and you brought it up and I go, yeah, that guy fucking fucked me in the ass and I didn't ask him to. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I still sit funny from that day. <laughs> you ain't got a shit right for a week. That's right. I shit fucking softballs now. <laughs> oh my God. I hate everybody. <laughs> Although his, and this could be your life coach folks. Well, true. 1-800 Neely. Exactly. <laughs> Although his attorney expressed some concerns for his declining faculties. We believed him to be competent at the time of the filing be based upon the interviews we conducted with him, among other reasons. Okay. We had no record at time of filing indicating that he had dementia, dementia diagnosis. Well, maybe he didn't get checked out for it. Yeah, I, I don't see Ron as a regular visitor to the doctor. No. You went down to the Rainbow Bar and Grill and go, hey, are you Ron Jeremy? He goes, yeah, what's up? Do you want an autograph or a picture or something? And then he grabbed my dick. And I said, I knew this was the guy. He grabbed my dick unsolicited. Yeah. Arrest him right away. That's right. Young said she was wearing a bikini at an industry party at the former House of Blues on the Sunset Strip in 2000. Okay. <laughs> what's Phil Spector <laughs> If so, there wouldn't be a lawsuit. <laughs> when Jeremy came up behind her, shoved her against the table and forced himself inside her. So he walked up with a hard dick, just swinging. And he just like put her up against the table and took his dick out and stuck it in her right there. Just okay. right there at the, at the club. Right. The encounter lasted only seconds. Is that an indictment on her or them? Look, I, I'm going to say this. As big as Ron Jeremy's cock was, it'd take seconds just to insert that son of a bitch. <laughs> that was a big dick. Right. After Young spoke with the Times, she said she was 
contacted by the sheriff's department investigators and late later called to testify against Jeremy at a grand jury hearing. Now, how Ooh. did, how did they know about this thing? I told you one 800 Ron's dick. I guess uh, young said she doesn't regret coming forward as she believes the wave of allegations against Jeremy sparked a conversation about sexual abuse in the adult film industry. <laughs> Please don't ruin that industry for me, people. But she also concerned that without a conviction, Jeremy may be absolved in the eyes of many of his fans. You know his what? Fans I, don't I, give a shit. I am not a fan of porn or Ron Jeremy. I met the guy a couple of times. I, I gotta be honest. I may have seen one. Okay. One. So I, I'm aware of who he is. I'm aware of what he does. I'm aware of the porn industry, but none of this has, has, I have zero empathy for any of this. None. No. This is what you signed up for. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly aware of his coxmanship and that being said, just doesn't affect my opinion around Jeremy one ounce. Not at all. This is what you do. This is the industry that you're involved with. Yeah. Whether it's right or not, I really don't care. I don't care because you subjected yourself to being part of this. No, yeah. it's a seedy underground thing. Mm -hmm. it, it is. It's the kind of business where at best the rules are sketchy. Exactly. You know, it's the one, it's the one business, you know, and I'm all for any of the other stuff, to be honest. I'm all for, you know, husbands don't need to be raping their wives and shit like that. That, you know, if the wife says no, that's fine. And all that porn industry. Yeah. If she, she lays down a defiant, no, okay. You stop, but, but you know, and I don't know about this throwing, throwing some dick in the, in the rainbow I mean, the house that's, of blues. or the house of blues. I mean, seems a little shady to me that we didn't have 500 other people reporting. Hey, did you see Ron Jeremy railing that chick on the table? Yeah. He just walked up, whipped out his dick, pulled her panties aside and just, just, you know, just attack that snapper. <laughs> and again, have you ever tried to bang a woman with, you know, just, just without notice? Like, no, no, I'm not a rapist. Well, I'm, my point is, is that even, even under the best circumstances, you have to get that badge ready. Yeah. 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 You can't it, just go in fucking drying, you know? And, and the thing is, no matter how steel hard your dick is, no. you're not going to, you're not going to just walk up and slide it in as no. Dale sang once. No, it's going to feel like you're pushing against a fucking full balloon. It's from the outside, trying to put your dick in it. Right. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Hail and kill caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill Neely. How are you doing? This is me, Millwack. Hey, what's up? It's been a long time. Are you, uh, are you a married man? Do you have children now? Are you, uh, are you an established person? Uh, gee whiz, man. Those are three questions. Uh, no, no. And maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've always been a favorite of ours. So what's on your mind there? Mean metal X. I'm glad you're still listening to the show after two decades. Holy smoke. What year is this? <laughs> 25 years. Holy smoke. Look, I got nothing to say except I tuned in at night. You guys are still doing what you're doing, and I love you for it, and for heaven's sakes. You guys are the only ones doing it. So keep up the good work. That's all I got to say. That's it? You don't, have a kill. you don't have a comment on the Ron Jeremy story? I mean, it's... Oh, oh okay. You want my comment? My I comment do. Is that I want a comment. You're an intelligent guy. You're an engineer. You're a smart fella. <laughs> how, old are you? how old are you now? You're in your mid-30s, right? <laughs> oh gee whiz you're a very uh you're a very pleasant fellow um no i'm 41 now man wow look at that mean metal legs. yeah when i met this I was kid when i started listening to the show man <laughs> now he's probably not as mean metal x anymore he's slightly mean metal x now because right. he's getting old and settling down sure 
Oh, I don't know about that, Mr. Aiken. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been doing my part to battle BLM, my own bloody hometown, because of Jalen Walker nonsense. And I was <sighs> throwing up people into the crowd surfing at the Testament show with Death Angel. So I'm doing my part to keep it violent around here. But also there you go. Property rights. Nice. <laughs> So, so are you living in the Akron area still? Yeah, yes, sir. Oh, look at you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I uh, have been, uh, <laughs> again, ever since I started listening to you guys. I know Aiken is up in... Uh, Twinsburg. Uh, Twinsburg, okay. I knew it was a suburb of Cleveland, but I didn't know what was public knowledge and what wasn't. Are you still in Crown Point, Neely? I am. Okay, right on. Yeah. Um uh, no, I know you're not allowed, but uh, how many guns are in your car when you're in the Chicagoland area? <laughs> how many what? Guns. Guns. <laughs> how many do I own? Uh, how many do you take yeah. into Chicago? Oh, I, I don't take. I don't take. I don't take. Yeah, I don't take guns across the state line, but I, I own at over a dozen. <laughs> oh, gee whiz! Doctor Octopus, how many arms do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be prepared. He sets them up like the Vegas shooter. Just sets them all up in a line, ready to go. <laughs> you got that bump stock ready to roll, man. I do. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, uh, shucks. I can't remember. Oh, uh, shoot him up. That's the movie, right? Like when, uh, he, there's that scene where he like hooks them all up. He's in like the gun factory. He just blows away a bunch of people. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, with Ron Jerry, look, I'm way out of my league on this point. I really don't care about him or pornography. Well, we, such, well we, we don't care about it either. Now, Chris has a little affection for pornography. but I love the porn. But, but we, we, we're looking for the aspect of a guy who has dedicated his entire existence. The reason we even know the name Ron Jeremy is because of pornography. And right. to be charged with sexual assault from porn actresses is kind of ridiculous. Well, uh, well yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous on its face. Prima facie, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand how a person can bring a charge against someone you know, say lewd conduct or indecorous behavior in that context. That's just ridiculous on its face. So, I mean, that should be dismissed out of hand. But, I mean, the the difficulty with what you're reckoning, say, is, uh, you know, it's the same thing that, you know, that Rittenhouse faced in Wisconsin or something like that. It's like, people are about to kill me, so I shot them. Well, you got to go to court. What? Yeah. <laughs> See, true. So here's a young man at 41 years old who was brought up right through the, through the, yeah. through the Neely School of Training. Yeah, True. that's right. Yeah. Would you mind giving yeah. Neely an endorsement when his life coaching starts? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's terrible is I actually know people who do life coaching. <laughs> but they're the sort of people who don't listen to this show, so I don't feel bad talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, but like it, it, it's 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 I don't know, dude. Like, so here here's the fucking question. Um, so I'll put it back at you guys. Um, you know, Aiken, I know, and you know, I'm I'm very thankful, say, for the fact that you have represented our country, defended it, and I know that uh, Neely, you're no joke with respect to. Um, you know, business and taking care of business that way. But, but, but seriously, like, what do you guys make of what's going on right now? It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's ridiculous to me how many people are, say, giving up their rights for the promise of security. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's foolish on its face. But I didn't know if you guys had, look, I, I think of you guys as sort of like older brothers. What do you make of this? <laughs> Well, we've talked about this at great length on the show over the last couple of years. And, you know, Chris, yeah, and, I know. I Chris, Chris and I are very, very pro Second Amendment guys. And we don't believe in, you know, uh, relying on the government or law enforcement for our own safety. Chris has been very, very clear on many occasions to say, 
you know, it's up to you to, to keep your head on a swivel, as it were, to uh, make sure of your own safety. You're not uh, guaranteed that anywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and the thing is, is I am not one to trade my freedoms and my liberties for the, the uh, promise of safety, which is why I own, you know, at least a dozen more, more guns. I won't give you the exact number, but I I've displayed them here on the show and uh, I spend my money on, on things that I think are worthwhile. And those are some of those things, whether it's a collector thing for me or actually a practical use, I still do it. And, uh, you know, you're, you're one of the good ones, you know? So, uh, you know, we, we always enjoy hearing from you and whether you re remember it or not, I still end the show with, uh, with one of your little taglines, ta-ta cats. <laughs> I, should, I still say that whenever I leave a place with people who, who know me. But, but okay, fine. Um, so let, let, let's have some fun then for a moment, then let's all right. be all down and out. Um, so I know that Striper say it's coming to Northfield. Uh, so I suppose this applies more to Chris than it does uh, to you um, with with kicks. But here's a here's a question because like I get on Polestar and I'm trying to sort out what are because there I'll tell you what guys no this is a fun question I know I'm being a bit uh, extemporaneous here but I'm trying to take like young people to like good shows you know um, so for instance this past year I took them like yeah what is it Death Angel Testament uh, that kind of show. There's like nothing coming up. The, the closest I found was like Striper and Kicks at the Northfield. I'm like, I'm not taking a 23 year old to see Striper in a seated show at Northfield. Do you guys know of any like good shit coming around? <laughs> I'm not sure what's coming around or uh, not coming know, around, but you know what's coming around. What? The the Dave Ellison thing. Oh yeah, the, the Kings of Thrash. That's coming around in um, February over at the Beachland. It's, um, it's, um, yeah, it's David Ellison, um, Jeff Young and Chris Poland, um, from Megadeth from the first Megadeth records playing the first playing, uh, killing is my business. And so far so good. So what in their entirety, as well as uh, P cells, half of P cells. So that's going to be a killer show. And and the band Hatriot is, is the opener. That's Zetro oh. Souza's kids. With Musa. Yeah. Yeah, that so they're the opener for that. That's going to be a killer show. That's um the twenty seventh of February at the Beachland. Oh fuck yeah, that's amazing. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I but, but but dude, if you're gonna if you're trying to to convince younger younger kids, you got to take them to bands that make sense for them. You got to take them to you know, even though this is not really heavy, like a Dirty Honey or the warning or plush or, you know, these younger bands that are their age that they can wrap their heads around and become fans of. Cause they're not going to become a fan of a 40 year old band. They're, they, they need their own shit. So you got to take them to the, to the oh, shit man. that's trying to live, trying to live like the past, but they're doing it, you know, new, new bands. So you're not a fan of the sponsors of Geritol. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I, I mean, I go to those shows. I mean, I'm definitely go. I'm going to this Kings of Thrash. I'm going to Queensryche. I'm going to Metallica and Pantera. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll go Half to those shows. What is that? Half of Pantera. Well, it's Pant. I'm going to Pant. It's fine. <laughs> I can't wait. You know, but, but I mean, those kids, kids, younger 20 year olds, they're not going to, those bands aren't going to be around long enough for them to become fans and support the scene. So you gotta, you gotta get them ingratiated into their, into their era, younger bands. And there's plenty of them. You just got to kind of look for them. I mean, okay. I, I agree with you, but um, for the fun of it, let's, let's, let's have some fun here because like, I have not been able to solve this problem here, which is that, Okay, so you guys are of the vintage that you recall heavy metal parking lot, right? Yeah, we're we're sure. a, we're a fine wine, mean metal X. We're a fine wine. 
<laughs> yes, I'm aware. So one of the difficulties that I had among many, but let's let's stick to the topic at hand. Uh, during during 2020, was I thought to myself, okay, the government's like, oh, you got to stay at home. The correct response from the adolescents is, fuck you, we're going to do what we want and party. But they didn't. Like, yeah. it was bizarre to me. I I I saw it in. in I was 38, 39 at the time. I was expecting like 20, you know, late adolescents, 20 year olds to be like, fuck you, we're going to do what we want. And they didn't. It was bizarre to me. It's poor parenting. It's poor parenting, plain and simple. Dude, there's, there's there's no two ways about it. It's poor parenting. It's all these years that were spent by, you know, the kid fucks up at school and then you go and yell at the teacher instead of fucking busting your kid's ass. So they, they, what do they learn? They learn that, you know, it's better to do nothing. Yeah. And let's just, admit it, know, they're, man. they're like, just a bunch like, of weak faggots. Bunch <laughs> <laughs> of slack jawed faggots. <laughs> Cause I watch predator, but, um, like, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like sort out what to do with these like young men. Cause I, I know that we sort of have, you know, a certain sort of spiritual disconnect, like, you know, like I go to church, but I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, put some piss and vinegar, the young men <laughs> in the church. And I'm like, here's wasp, here's painkiller, uh, go listen to these and then come back and talk to me. Like, I don't know. Like, do you, do you guys have any clue? Like if you had to, put piss and vinegar in the, in the, in the belly of a 22 year old, what would you do? Uh, as far as music, now. as far as music, I would, yeah, I, music, look, okay, look, I'm here, I'm, I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to expose young men to good metal. I'm trying to take them out to the range, do target shooting with them. I'm trying to do anything I can. To, to to awaken this, I, I try to present them with challenges. I mean, Neely, you you mentioned that as an engineer, um, you know that's mildly correct. I'm a I'm a lead data scientist in my company. You know, when I get interns in, I get an intern every year. I'm trying to like tell them like, look, it doesn't matter if you fuck up. The point is to do something useful. Uh, fuck up, but make it cheap so you can learn from your mistakes so you can do something of use. Um, that's what I'm trying to instill these young men. I'm trying to instill piss and vinegar and, you know, get, and get some, get the taste of blood in your mouth, that kind of thing. And so that's how I do it. It's like, listen to this, do this, go to the range, do something that you, uh, that challenges you that you're going to fail at, but then pick yourself up. That's what I'm doing. But again, you know, like I said, I look, I, I think of you guys, my older brothers, like, what do you guys think? Well, First of all, I think you need to change your vernacular and stop using the term. I want to expose young men for. for the <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, you know, that's 29 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as far as what do you got to do to, to, you know, create the fire, bring down the hammer as uh, you know, metal church said. Uh, boy, that's going to be a tough battle because, you know, as you're well aware, I'm sure that, uh, nurturing starts very early in their life. And if they didn't have that from the get go, it's going to be tough to start that fire per se, but uh, just living your life and being an example might be enough. Uh, what you have to do to try to encourage that. I don't know the answer, but Chris and I. I can tell you that Chris is all about uh, the gun range. I'm all about the gun range going out there, shooting some, you know, sending some hot lead down range and listening to some good, you know, head banging music. I love it. But uh, what, what we, the younger generation that wasn't brought up with that, they're satisfied with living in their mom's bedroom and playing their video games and doing uh, virtual reality and not even, uh, 
being concerned mm. about ever tasting the the deliciousness of a good uh, warm vagina. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing you got the other thing you got to do, and this is something that I absolutely put in place with with all three of my kids, is when you see. What, yeah, I have a daughter and two sons. So, um, but with, with um, what? What are, what are their ages? Um, my boys are twenty nine and my daughter's thirty one. Oh, okay, so they're 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 well into adulthood. Oh yeah, they're they're and they're all doing fine. Two of them run businesses for me. The other one doesn't want to, but she bought a house and a car, and you know she's doing just fine, doing her deal. So yeah, that's great. Um, you know, but the one thing that that is a core that nobody does anymore, everybody mm -hmm. goes blindly into this acceptance. You see, you see stuff that is blatantly wrong on TV. You got to call it yeah. out. You got to when 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 a commercial yeah. is on and they're showing the white the white guy as the dumbass and the the black lady as the 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 brilliant one you got to say you know what you're not a fucking dumbass you know, you know don't don't buy this bullshit you know and and one of the biggest problems that that you know you fight is that the media portrays all this fucking weakness as honorable now that's the way they've done it they don't yeah. necessarily portray it as right or wrong but they portray it as honorable yeah. You know, if, if you, if you go out there and you suck cock and you're a guy, well, that's honorable that you, that you come out and share, you live your best you and all that other bullshit, you know, they, they portray that shit as honorable and you gotta, you gotta tell your kids that shit ain't honorable. You know, who you fuck should not make a difference on what you are. You know, don't, don't fucking, yeah. don't, don't lay that into your, into your, um, your psyche of, yeah, you're of not living your truth, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and another thing that I've done, I've said it here on the show a hundred times and I, and I mean it. And it's something I I've preached to, to especially my boys is, you know, everybody wants to feel safe. Everybody wants to feel secure. I absolutely, one of the best features I have about me about my own person that I like the best about my own person is everybody that comes in contact with me. Isn't quite a hundred percent sure that they're safe. I like there to be a little bit of fucking wild card because it keeps people in check. People don't get crazy out of, out of school with me unless they, unless they are willing to take a punch in the fucking mouth and you, you know, to, but this is not what you want. That, that you is can't, what I want. Like I can't roll up. Look, I've never been to your house, Chris, but like the idea that I could just roll up in your house and say whatever the fuck I want, like that's that's pathetic. That's ridiculous. The idea yeah. that I could do that, the idea that I could do that without recompense is, is very silly. But that's mind. what these kids have been raised to. That's my point. Is these kids have all been raised in a way that there aren't consequences. Like I was saying before. They fuck up at school and the, and the parents go in and yell at the teachers. They don't fucking yeah. bust their kid's ass. Yeah. So what, what, what are the kids going to think? The kids are going to think they can do no wrong. Oh, dude, I know. I, I taught, uh, I taught, I taught, um, well, I, I taught at the university of Finley. God, oh, gee whiz. This is back in the fall of 2009. And I taught like a senior level class. And and the students were very pathetic, such that they, they they couldn't derive results that were known to say you know freshman high school, and I just let them have it. And you know I got <laughs> well I got thrown out. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, because story two, short. Two plus two. That, that was that was, was 12, 13 fucking years ago, man. <laughs> yeah, two plus two equals five, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. When I went, sophisticated, but it was roughly like that. <laughs> dude, I went, I went to my son's parent teacher conference in his, I think it was his junior year. And, yeah. um, and I, I went to the parent teacher conference and, <laughs> and the teacher says to me, Zachary is a good student. He comes, he, he knows, 
He knows the material. And he's one of the few students in my class that doesn't sleep in class ever. And I was like, what? You know, in my mind, I was like, I, I, we couldn't sleep in detention for fuck's sake. You know, right. let alone class. If we would have fallen asleep in class, we were going to get fucking smacked. We were absolutely going to get cracked in the back of our head. You know, and this teacher was was using that as like a was like a shining star for my son that yeah, your son comes to class and doesn't go to sleep. What a good boy. Get the fuck out of here. Do your job, you bitch. Right. Well, look, look. So again, you know, like I'm down in the Akron area and you know like I follow I follow all the people that I can't stand say on uh, Twitter. <laughs> Uh, but I do it to keep track of, you know, that which goes on in my community and, you know, the, 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 the teachers are like, Oh, we might go on strike, you know? And I'm just like, fine. I'll go in and teach math. My buddy will teach history. You know, this will be that, you know, and someone commented on it. They're like, Oh, you don't know what you're getting into. It's like, you're right. I don't, but it's like, and, and, and I think my response to it was, oh, you're right. I need to get some security guards. Just <laughs> throw people out of the class on the first day because, huh? because exactly what you're talking about, Chris, like the nonsense that takes place in classrooms. It's, just, it's, it's bloody ridiculous. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why people put up with it. Like, well, they I put up with it. Really I'll tell you, dude, I, I understand fully why me and Neely do 100 stories a year on it. Because when they do do something about it, they get sued and they get fired and they go to jail. They get sued for assaulting a kid. And I just want to point out, Chris, you said doo-doo. Okay. <laughs> I, I would like to point out, Neil, you said duty. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I guess my, I, I, I don't, I guess here's the thing. I know like we all bitch about society currently um, you guys myself somewhat independently of one another but the thing is, is that as far as I'm concerned the reason why it is the way it is is because we are not simply saying no in our current capacity so I mean like I don't when I when I taught at university I told the students look first week do what you got to do. Second week at the five minute mark and locking the door. And I did. And they got yeah. the message, you know, uh, and this was, gee whiz, uh, 2004, you know, okay. right. You know, I'm 87 years old. And, and today I don't understand why we can't do that. And I don't understand why we can't give people five across the eyes or anything. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, dude, if you did that today, the first, the first student that was not a white student would be, would be racist teacher keeps black student out of out of class or keeps yeah, Asian student out of class. That's what it would yeah. be. Yeah, I know that, but we've already done that. So let's take, for example, uh, who's the fellow in uh, Colorado? Oh, shucks. He owns Massapequa's cake shop. His name is Jack. I don't remember. Mayhoff? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jack. Jack did what? Uh, no, his uh, no, his uh, his brother-in-law is uh, Dick Fitzwell. I think. Um, Dick <laughs> 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 oh Fitzwell. I, I don't recall his last name. He's he's the fellow who did not bake a cake for the gay one. The gay couple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to distinguish between practicality and principle here, but on principle, Jack, God, gee whiz, I can't think of his name on the moment, but at some point, at what, at what point do you just go, I'm doing this, and you know what? I'm not even going to court. That's really the question you have to ask yourself. Like, at what point do you just go, I not only is this a ridiculous request, but I'm not I'm not even gonna entertain it legally. It just depends on how much you have to lose, really. 
His no, name's Jack Phillips. His name is Jack Phillips. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I read I read his book uh, a few a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, 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 what, at what point did you just go? You know what? I'm going to teach the way I teach. I'm going to run my business the way I run my business. And if you don't like it, you know that's fine. Well, you, you, know. you should take solace in the little bakery that stood up against the uh, college over there in Ohio. And they won what thirty six million dollars, Chris? Yeah, Mount Union was it Mount no, Union? No, it wasn't Mount Union. It was uh, Wesley. Oberlin. Oberlin. Oberlin, yeah. Holy smoke! Somebody in the Oberlin stood up. Yeah, the the little bakery over in Oberlin stood up or stood up against the Oberlin College and won thirty six million dollars in a judgment. They had, yeah. And they paid it. Believe it or not, that's the stunning part. They paid it. I don't really believe it. Oberlin, they got money. Oh man, they got money in places you don't have places. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> money in places you need Lume to cover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, me oh, Metal X. Now beat it. You've you've been on too long. Yeah, Get out of here. I've taken up way too much time. I love you guys. Keep flying the flag. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And job. <laughs> wow, there's a long time listener. Yeah, no kidding. That's why I let him go, but he was going to go all night. So I, I know he, he loved it. It was so, it was like unburdening himself. It's just like holy shit. I'm. It's like old home week. I gotta <laughs> I gotta get it all in while I'm here. That's right. <laughs> but uh, that's right. Know, He's a good one. Yeah, he is. He is a good one. And uh, Mean Metal X has been listening to this show since I was on WSDB. Yeah. So that just goes to show you how long he's been around. Whole history. Yeah, decades. Yeah, he's got the whole history. Decades. Yep. Anyway, just to wrap up, Ron Jeremy, it's going to come down to public opinion now, and public opinion has looked at Ron like a god. Mm-hmm. A big a big dick god. That's right. It We're could, all jealous of him. He's got that huge hog. <laughs> it could be an indication uh, to other predators or viewers of pornography, Chris Aiken. That yeah. they can get away with such crimes. That's nonsense. It's a bunch of bullshit. That is nonsense. You know what? Stop it. I watch racing too. Doesn't mean that I fucking drive 200 miles an hour on the road. You do though. Not me. You Jesus, do. I'm, I'm the slowest, slowest driver there is. <laughs> so there you are. So these, 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 uh, porno stars are complaining about Ron Jeremy getting away with whipping his dick out at, <laughs> at, the, at the House of Blues. Right. All right, well. Where was good. Phil Spector when you needed him with his gun? Yeah, well, Ron needed him, apparently. Yeah, maybe the uh, the elephant guy should have brought his 44, <laughs> <laughs> brought his 44 out. Yeah. Should have gone. He should have gone to the House of Blues with that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he would have protected him. Sure would have. He had two loaded guns, and he wasn't afraid to use them. Yeah. All right, let's play a couple of tunes and come back and wrap up the show. What do you think? I'm in. What do you want to hear? Um, bum, 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 bum. Anvil chorus, Blue Flames. Throw a Nelbandian tune in there. All right. From uh, the Killing Sun. All right, Anvil Chorus, huh? Yep. What? Uh, what is the name of the tune? Blue Flames. All right. Let me see here. Looking it up real quick. Mm. Trying to be as quick as I can. Oh, all good. Anvil Chorus, Blue Flames. Yep. All right. Blue flames. There it is. All right. We'll we'll play a few tunes. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. So here it is. It's Anvil Chorus with Blue Flames exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. 
Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job.